Welcome back to Love Valley. This is Allie. If you're new to the podcast, here's the lowdown. We call this the Valley of Love because it's a place where people share expansive ideas about how they love. Their lovers, their bodies, their thoughts, their lives. It's a wellness world. Today, we're here with Miss Jordan. Hi. This is Jordan Bennett on Instagram. You can find her at Bliss by Bennett. Is there any underscores or anything? No, nope, just Bliss by Bennett. Cute. I like that. Okay. All right. So today we are talking about all kinds of things. Jordan is an esthetician, which is really cool. And she, are you like, is there a proper title for that? Is it like a master esthetician or? Technically, yeah, I'm a master esthetician. You can be a basic, but I'm master. She's special. <laughs> I'm master. Yeah, you can call me master. <laughs> you can call me master if you want. Yeah. So, she just graduated from esthetician school. Literally two, three weeks ago. That's crazy. And your video was cute. The graduation one? The one, the pictures were cute, but also when you posted the video in the shower thingy. Okay. The that was the shower. funniest thing. So, I was like, I ha- I have planned that since I started school. Really? <laughs> yes, you were like, I'm going to do this do one day. Because it was a trend, and I'm like, that would be perfect in the Vici shower. I love that. And I did it, and I didn't realize how big of, like, a hooker I <laughs> No, you didn't at all. I didn't no. think of that. So, okay, not a hooker. That's not the right word, <laughs> and now you guys have to go watch it. But I, like, did, like, the the dramatic up pose you know when i was like oh it down. was just funny i thought it was funny too and then i watched it with my dad and then he was like whoa well your dad was a bishop yeah. so maybe it's just a him I thing know. he's like oh okay this reminds me of an 80s like video i used to watch when i shouldn't have <laughs> <laughs> that's he didn't funny say that, but i was like oh that's embarrassing anyway no i didn't get that at all i thought it was the cutest thing thanks so if you are listening, go back and find that video yeah, because it was funny. It was clever. They're going to be like a hooker. What the? They're like, okay, well, yeah, now we really have to see. I don't get naked or anything. No, <laughs> like she's in like scrubs. <laughs> yeah. Just so you know. So yeah, you just graduated from esthetician school mm-hmm. and we were going to have a big conversation about beauty, obviously, but we kind of broke into some more spiritual, like energetic topics when we were just visiting beforehand. So, we're going to talk about beauty today and life path stuff, dharma, life purposey, all kinds of cool things, like self-actualization and beauty, Perfect. which I love a lot. So, let's start by talking about the little tests we did. Okay. What? Let's see. So, I did the Enneagram mm-hmm. because you are an Enneagram master. Master esthetician, master enneagram, master master energy. Yes. And then you did the... I did that. It was the house one. House of energy. Oh. Oh, it was the Dharma one. It was the Dharma. I was trying to remember. I totally spaced. Yeah, that one was cool. And that was interesting. So some of the questions I have for you, I think we could start with talking about... Let's start with beauty. Okay. And let's talk about what got you into beauty and how did you view beauty growing up and how do you view it right now? Okay. So I got into beauty because honestly, if you ask any esthetician, they will tell you, not always, but they had an issue with their skin. Mm. And so they went to school, which is exactly me. I had 
um, not really like throughout high school. I didn't have too many issues, but I'm not kidding. I would wear my makeup, sleep in it, wake up, put on more makeup. I never wanted people to see me without makeup. Mm. I was very insecure. And I didn't care at that time. Like, it didn't really bother me that I wore that much makeup. But then I started working at a Bear Lake at the beach. And obviously, I was in the water 24-7. So, I couldn't wear makeup. So, I told myself before I started that job that I had to get used to being comfortable with just my bare skin. Not How makeup. old were you when you started working there? Oh, like 20. Hmm. So, it was later on in life, like after I did college and everything. And, um, and so I practice like just being natural. My hair is curly and frizzy. So I try to take in that and just be like, really love myself for who I was and not literally put a mask on. And so I started not wearing makeup and I still struggle with it, to be honest. Like if I go to a big event, I want to wear makeup, which it's a better way though. It's not so insecure. It's more just like I feel my best and look my best when I wear makeup. So it's not a really insecure thing, but I got on birth control and it wrecked my face. Did it just mess with your hormones? Super bad. So bad. bad. Yeah. Like I wasn't, it definitely messed with my hormones. I wouldn't say I was super crazy, but I felt insane in my head. And this is probably TMI, so sorry, I don't know what rate this is on here. No, you're fine. My you can swear on sex here. sex drive went so down. Really? And I was so dry. And it just sucked for Dylan and I. <laughs> and so, I'm like, I'm getting off birth control. So, I got off of it, cold turkeyed it, which if you know about birth control, that's super bad for you to just, like... I didn't even know that. Yeah. I guess you're supposed to get on stuff to kind of get you your hormones regulated. Oh. But I didn't. And then I got back on it because I got scared to get pregnant, which it was an IUD this time. And that really effed up my skin. Yeah. So you had hormones. Was it, um, your skin, was it like cystic acne or what kind no. of went on? So there's four different grades that you can have for acne. Mm -hmm. There's grade one through four. <laughs> <laughs> and one being like, see, I laughed. It's too loud. It's too loud. It's that loud. It's Okay. So, one is most common, mm -hmm. kind of acne, and then two is probably where I was at, where it, it was, I have pictures of it on my Instagram. I oh, think, I yeah. should go look. Yeah, and um, it's, like, kind of far down there. I posted it when I was in school, and, I mean, it was bad enough that people would come, okay, I worked at State Farm before I decided to mm -hmm. be an esthetician. A lady came in and tried to give me acne advice, so it was, it was bad enough that people noticed it like you know that it was an issue for me and it was bad enough that my self-confidence dropped way into the ground mm. I was I did not want to go out because of it but it wasn't so bad that I don't know it was it was a grade two if you know about acne so I it, don't I'll have to go like it's a typical teenage acne hmm, that you would okay. think of but I wasn't a teenager you know I was still young but anyway so, I couldn't cover up with makeup because it's texture and you can't really mm -hmm. cover texture with makeup. And it was, like, pretty much all over my face. But, um, yeah, and I'm still kind of, like, I still have, when I get acne, it's in my jawline, which is, for acne, it's your hormonal area is your jawline. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so, are you into, like, facial zoning? Not yet, no. No? But are you talking, well, are you talking about, like energy wise like facial zoning or you're talking about like where areas on your face you get acne because yeah. of it. Yeah. I know a little bit about it. Yeah. So like depending like your forehead is digestive. Interesting. So if you 
have an allergy or you eat like a lot of greasy foods, you'll see it in your forehead or even like between your brows. I see it a lot. If I'm eating unhealthy more, I'll see mm, it there. Me too. Um, what about like on your cheeks, kind of close to your ears? That is always where I get pimples. That's probably... <clears throat> so my... I don't know... I'll have to look it up because there's like dip, like lungs go with a certain part. Hmm. It's kind of like foot zoning. Yeah, it is. That's like cool. there's different areas on based on what you eat and stuff or what's going on with your body. But also that sounds like it's probably just oily. I think so. Right and I think that I always touch it. Yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> so if you're touching your face a lot, you're getting bacteria on your face, which is what causes acne is bacteria. Yeah. Essentially. So we'll have to look it up. Yeah. And I'll let you know deal but yeah so and then right now like i said i my hormones i still feel i need to go get them checked and where i work they do check them so oh yeah i'm probably gonna do that soon i just haven't gotten to it but i want to i want to figure out what's going inside because there's definitely hormones that are still off balance from when i was on birth control and Mm -hmm. that was two years ago that i got off so, about two years ago, I got off my birth control, and I'm still dealing with it. That's rough. That's tricky. So, then, talking about beauty and so coming I, from that place of, like, what were you going to say? So, I'm just sorry. I was looking this up. Cheeks are your lungs and liver. So, if you're going off of stress or poor digestive, it says on here, but I know that's more your forehead. So, see, digestive oh, is yeah. your forehead. And then dirty phone, obviously, if you're, that's like a big thing that people don't realize when you put your, I always try to have it on speaker or I'll have it kind of like away, like on my ear, but on my cheek because your phone has so much bacteria more than the toilet. Ew, that's so gross. Yeah. I definitely have dirty phone. Mm -hmm. Um, I never clean it Mm -hmm. and I always call people. I've tried to keep it a little farther from my face. But I think that a lot of it is probably stress-related and just bacteria, just touching and whatever. If you have it, like, close to your ear, too, I know it's dehydration. can be a lot with it. Oh, interesting. So, if you're dehydrated, huh. you'll have to look out for that and see. Yeah. But honestly, if you tuck your hair behind your ear a lot, and like you said, you yeah, touch it a lot, it's, I do. it's probably from that, maybe. I'm Debbie Ryan. Mm, mm, just kidding. Your ears are so cute. Thanks. They're, like, freakishly small. They're so cute. It's the weirdest thing. Okay, but I use... My sisters are so mean. They used to call me Dumbo because of what? my ears. Your ears are cute. And you have the cutest earrings. Thanks. I love them. Are they made by Mary? They're Amazon. Oh, bougie. So, I love yeah. that. I love Amazon. Mm-hmm. I want cute workout sets from them. That's why, I, yeah, I told you that, yep. right? Like, they're cheap and, yeah, all of them are pretty good. Like, the dupes of Lululemon. Right. Are really you good. You know, um, Navy. Like Old Navy? No, just her oh. name's Navy. I'm like, yeah, Old Navy. Oh, it's Stevens. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She gave me the best link for the cutest bra. You need to send it. Okay, well, it's a cute She's one. It's so a Lulu cute. dupe. She's the sweetest. Yeah. So, on beauty, you talked about how you kind of started out in this place of, like, covering up. Mm-hmm. So then, how did you get into esthetician school? After having that background of a little bit of like struggle and then you said you worked at State Farm that's where Mm -hmm. you kind of left off so I when I was working at State Farm I honestly was not happy and nothing against them they were a wonderful company and like my boss was amazing I love them and we had so much fun but at the end of it when I 
when I was getting almost done working, but I didn't know at the time, I was so unhappy and I feel like it just was because I wasn't aligned and I needed to do something. So I was talking with one of my friends and her and her husband. I'm like, dude, I don't even want to go into work. I was at that point where I wanted to act sick all the time. Like I needed mental health days all the time and I hated it. I hated going to work. I started being rude and I wasn't myself and I'm a very positive person, but I was just so negative. And so they said, well, what would you do if you wanted to do anything and money wasn't an issue? And instantly I thought of esthetician school because ever since I was little, I wanted to do something beauty. Like I was attracted to that. And whenever I got my stuff done, I'm like, this would be so awesome to do. And so right then and there, my friends are the best. Sierra, she started looking up esthetician schools and like, I love that. Boom. I was like, okay, I'm doing it. Like the next day I was like, Hey, I'm quitting. I'm going to go to esthetician school. And oh I my goodness. Okay. You went for it. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. Hmm. Yeah. And I'm so glad I did. Like, this is definitely my calling. It's so natural and easy to talk about skin with people. And it brings me butterflies. Like when I help oh, people, it's passion. amazing. Yeah. I love that. So what kind of things have you helped people with? Um, Regarding like their skin. Is that? Yeah. Like skin or treatments you do or everything. So I just learned hydrofacials. Mm-hmm. Amazing. It like, I just learned it two days ago. Okay. And I it, love it. I'm obsessed. It Tell like us about it. instant glow after. Okay, so it detoxifies you, it extracts you. So like when people throw up the gunky jar mm-hmm. and they see all the like impurities and nastiness in that, I take all of that out of someone's skin, and then it just absorbs serums into your skin. Wow. So as you're getting like extractions and stuff, so it exfoliates you, and then you detoxify. You can add on a booster, which is like a retinol amazing antioxidants if you're like 20 to 30 you need to be on one and that helps with anti-aging and there's these things let's get deep into it okay yes tell us everything there's these things called free radicals in your skin which the sun exposure can put free radicals into your skin there are these bad nasty things that come into your skin that make you have wrinkles they are they're the things people don't want and Mm -hmm. they naturally come into your skin. So when you have antioxidants, that's going to be like the guards of the face and it's going to help protect and get away those free radicals. I love that. So antioxidants are great for your face and a retinol is one. It's a vitamin A. And so anyway, you can get a retinol booster. You can get um, a brightening booster. Like there's just everything to what your concerns and skin concerns are you can get to add that on and it's a serum that goes into your face wow and then um you can do your lips too like you can plump your lips a little bit with what we have yeah and gives them a little bit of glow so that's perfect for like the summer glow if you want that and it lasts a really long time like people will be glowing for two weeks after you get one done it's amazing and then if you keep on top of it and like you do a lot of times they'll do botox with it Mm -hmm. it just makes your face look young and it's wow that's so so cool have you heard of like the collagen kick yes so that's essentially collagen is what's in your skin that's what keeps you young it's collagen and elastin Mm -hmm. and it's like a tight rubber band in a ball keeping your skin young when that ball starts to rip because of the free radicals it starts to loosen and that's where your wrinkles come from wow um so this is essentially like tightening that back up 
and fighting pre- it's a preventative as well. What I love about modern skincare is that it's you can change stuff. Oh yeah. I feel like up until very recently, in the last maybe ten or twenty years, it's been like once your skin's old, it's old forever. Mm-hmm. Once it's wrinkly, it's wrinkly forever. And it's like no, you can tighten back up. People nowadays, like they'll be. 40 years old looking better, or they'll be 30 years old looking better when they're 20. 40s looking better when they're 30. There's this girl in my school, not this girl, a woman. We call Mm -hmm. her our esthetician mom. And she is so cute. Her name's Rebecca and literally looks 25 and she is 40 and has like six kids and a girl, a daughter that is literally in college. That's so amazing. So amazing. I'm like, I want to be you when I'm older. (laughs) Yes. She's so beautiful. It's crazy though. I feel like when I was younger, I feel like I've had this urge, almost like a humility effort that I'm like, well, when I'm going to be older, I don't want to worry about how I look. Like, I'll just be happy with how I am. But I think that that's a true misconception. You can enjoy beauty and love beauty and want to keep your skin young without being vain, without being insecure, without being whatever those negative connotations are like it can be just self-care and just taking care of yourself I think that it's a false reality when people think that your skin ages and you've no control over it and that it's vain to take care of yourself like Mm -hmm. that is bullshit oh yeah 100 percent okay so that just reminded me my mom is not a person who self-cares which she just grew up like trying to give to us and give to us and really not do anything for herself, which honestly breaks my heart. She's the nicest lady. But today she got her first pedicure. I love it. <laughs> well, her I gave her her first one, I guess, but like yeah. professional pedicure. And she was in heaven. She's like, I need this. Like, I didn't yes. know it could be this good. And she came into me like, I don't know, a few months ago and got a facial to support me at mm-hmm. school. And she just like seeing her glow and feel so good I was like I love this plus people have a tendency to come in and obviously like okay we'll get on we'll get into that more but they just like open up and they relax and it's more of a mental thing than like anything else I feel I love that me too I can't wait to crack that open which that's not what I thought when I first went into the industry I didn't even want to do facials honestly I love them now because of how relaxing it makes people feel and like the energy you can tell like I'm very right we're so about energy anyway we'll get into that later it's so cool that's what I love about you is you okay so Jordan and I met at the gym which is pretty much everyone I've ever met and that's ever going to be on this podcast is from the gym her husband works at a nutrition shop local where my husband has his products now And we were just, like, running the same circles, kind of. I ran into you at the gym one day, and we just, like, kind of became friends. And then, I don't even know how it happened. Like, a week later, we're doing this interview. Two weeks later, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, I know she's an esthetician. I guess I'll talk to her about that. But I had no idea what we were going to break into on, like, how we would talk about beauty, what we would talk about skincare, whatever, self-care. And you have such an amazing perspective on beauty where like it's not from a place of what would you call it it's not from a place of like desperation yeah I think that beauty can be seen 
as like a desire to just keep up appearances or be perceived in a certain way but the way you look at beauty is about energy and it's about feelings which is so interesting because like we kind of did your human design and it was oh that was the other one we did I forgot that was the other test yeah so we did your human design and it was you're a manifesting generator which also makes sense about how you kind of like needed those people Mm -hmm. those friends of yours to invite you ask you the question like well what would you do if you could just quit your job and do anything right now. But then once you knew, you jumped on it. Like those are your two parts interacting, which is super interesting. But also you lead by emotional authority, which is like you wanting to, you seeing people and being like, okay, how does this make them feel? I'm inspired by emotions. I want to help people feel better. Mm -hmm. Like 100%. Do you feel like for you, beauty and health are both seen in that way? Yeah, definitely. Like, 100%. And that's what's so cool about my husband and I is we're literally the like, the duo. <laughs> yes, you are. I love it because we're both very... And, yeah, appearance is important to us, but I don't know. Like, we both really care about our appearance, but we care about how we feel. Mm-hmm. And that's why we do what we do. Yeah. And so, yeah. Anytime I work out, it's, like, for mental. Plus, like, I do care about my physical appearance. I, I do. Like, let's not lie but it's definitely a mental thing 100 percent. i love that that's cool all right so let's talk a little bit about like what is your skincare routine okay what do you or what do you recommend if you're the skincare master esthetician what do you think people can do to improve their skin you can let's say like what's one step that's really easy and a Uh, like just applicable for everyone and can just be added into a routine simply and then what is the ideal routine okay so let's say sally comes up to me sally comes up to me and she says this is a random person okay yeah now we know (laughs) (laughs) i just come up with sally she comes up to me and she's like i literally don't know where to start i don't want to spend a lot of money how like what do i do i've been there done that I would recommend getting on a basic cleanser, and by basic, I just mean, like, Cetaphil, or, um, that's what I use. I like Cetaphil, it's fine, or what is that other one? Um, it's, like, another basic cleanser, uh, CeraVe. Oh, okay. So, those two are both dermatology tested and recommended by them, because when you go into a dermatologist, you're usually getting something done, mm-hmm. or, like, they're just trying to do the most basic because you have an issue, mm. so that's why they recommend those to you, just so everyone knows. I, they're not the number one cleanser, in my opinion. Like, if you want something done, you need to go medical grade, or you need to go professional grade, okay. but they do good as a first cleanser. Mm. So, let's say, I would say, Sally, just get, like, a basic one like that. If you have oily skin, it's good to go on a foam. If you have dry skin, go on a gel base. Interesting. Yeah, and so that's what I would start off with, and then I would, to make it basic, I would literally just cleanse your face and then use an oil of some sort. Um, I've been using literally ordinary rose hip seed oil. Oh, okay. Amazing. I love it. There's also a bio oil, and I think you can just get that at Walmart. That's a pretty cheap one, too, and I've heard that does miracles to people. I put a girl on it, and she said it's changed her, so, like, changed her skin a lot from acne. Um, 
you can use it, like, I know for stretch marks and stuff. Doctors oh. will tell girls to get it for their stretch marks, and it helps with huh. that. Rose hip oil? No, this is the bio oil. Bio oil. So there's two oils, rose hip oil, mm-hmm. and that's from Ordinary. The Ordinary can get that Ulta. I love Ulta. We love Ulta. Oh. <laughs> and then also the bio oil. So if you have questions on that, message me and I can send you what it is. And then I would do a moisturizer, and then I would do an SPF AM. Like for obviously, mm-hmm. you're not gonna wear SPF for night. You're not gonna see the sun. And SPF is one of the most important products, actually, that is, like, I think being really pushed right now by estheticians, um, and so you need to be on SPF. Yeah, and that comes back to, like, free radicals. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That's interesting. Tristan thinks that my SPF is bull, and Mm. I'm like, dude, you don't know anything. Tristan needs to be here right now and listen to this. I know, Tristan. Listen, listen to this. I'll make him listen to this after. I'll send it to him. I can't even talk right because I'm so, I'm like, wait, what? You're like, listen, this is so insane. I can't get words out. So, oh, okay. Tell me, is this good? I have Purity Basic Facial Cleanser. And then I have Hydro, what is it called? Hydro, Hyaluronic Hyaluronic acid. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's like my go-to. I do that cleanser. Then I do my SPF, and then I do hyaluronic. (laughs) (laughs) When I talk, like, a burp comes out. (laughs) You're like, Um, okay, okay. So, hyaluronic acid is amazing. Like, I really like it. It's good for hydration. Mm -hmm. So, I'm kind of in a middle place, though, with hyaluronic acid because I've heard that the molecular size is too big to penetrate the skin. Okay. So, it's a really good one to put on your skin as like have you heard of slugging yes honestly it's really not that bad i would recommend slugging i want to do it yeah it's i mean it's tell us what it is for people who don't know so slugging i never learned it in school honestly so i just learned it on tiktok Yeah, yeah it is you just put a it's called an inclusion on your skin after you do your whole face routine to hold in whatever product you put on so girls have put a vaseline i've seen that I feel like that could clog your pores, Vaseline, so I can tell you what I do. Yeah. Um, I kind of slug, but not really. Mm-hmm. So every night, I cleanse with a basic cleanser. I use, I happen, okay, I'm very, when people tell me, like, or they want me to post my skincare, Yeah. I'm kind of hesitant about it because it changes, and I just, mm-hmm. I feel like your skincare is going to be specific to you. So when I tell you right now what I do... It's honestly not my, like, favorite. It's just what I'm doing right now because mm-hmm. I bought the products, and so keep that in mind. I like that. I really like Eminence. It's a organic pro- product line, and it's professional, and it's kind of cheaper. Not way cheap, but um, it's a good brand. So I use the Eminence gel, and it's the Stone Crop. Amazing. I highly recommend that one if okay. you have dry skin. It's a basic product, so if you don't want to spend that much on, like, when I say basic, I just mean it's a first cleanse, so you get your makeup off, or if you don't wear makeup off, it's the first, you get debris off of your skin. Okay. So, pollution, air pollution is really bad on your skin. Mm-hmm. It's and called, Utah, that's, like, a big yes, thing. It's so bad here, especially in the valley. It's very enclosed, oh, and yeah. it's bad. I don't know if you're, if you're not from Utah, you might not know, but in the winters, like, we would have school, elementary school. They wouldn't let us out for recess because mm-hmm. we would get smog so bad that the air quality, you couldn't even go outside. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And in the summers, they limit like campfires and stuff because the mountains trap in our air and it doesn't circulate. Like it's Mm -hmm. toxic. It's crazy. So air pollution's crazy here. And that's called an extrinsic. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's the so outside extrinsic is exit, right? So the sun is an extrinsic. Anyway, so you need to first rinse that off to get all that pollution makeup. If you were makeup off, then use a second cleanser. And my biggest thing is acne. Mm -hmm. Like, I have acne-prone skin. So, if I look at some, like, dirt, it makes me break out. Okay? Like, it's Mm -hmm. pretty bad. So, I use an acne cleanser right now from Eminence. I'm not going to say what it is because I don't really love it that Mm -hmm. much. Um, And it smells like... It smells like dirt. Like, you can definitely tell it's organic. Dylan hates me when He's I use like, eminence. He's like, I can't kiss like you. <laughs> so, I'm going to get on a different one for that. I'll probably do sin- skin suticles. I want to talk about that. Yes. Um. So, that's what I sell at where I work right now. And they're a, a medical grade. So, they're really good. And then, what do I do? So, I cleanse, cleanse. You want to double cleanse. Um, remember just do the first one as a basic and then whatever you're trying to target acne or whatever you'll do as your second cleanse. And then what I do is my serums and I use Glymed for my serums right now. Mm. They're okay. That's what I did in school. And like, there's a lot of estheticians that use Glymed. So some swear by it. I think it's just like an okay brand. Some products I love, but okay. So then I do, um, a cell protection that's just going to help with the elastin elasticity take keeping it tight then I do another cell one from Glymed um and then I do a vitamin c serum Mm -hmm. and that's from image I really like that one actually Mm -hmm. but skin suticles has a vitamin c serum bomb and I really really recommend it okay it's amazing um and so I'm going to get that one. I think you should always have a vitamin C if, you know, you're ready for that step up. Yeah. And then I do my oil. And then I put on my moisturizer. And then I spray. And there it is. The burps. <laughs> the burp is out. Well, like, you know about throat chakra stuff? Mm, yeah. When they say your throat chakra it just like when you're talking about either something that matters or mm-hmm. something that's just kind of like i don't know just sometimes when you're speaking and you get hiccups or bubbles or i get red like red, red <gasps> you are a little yeah, bit i always do i think it's like your throat chakra activating or just whatever you that's know cool kind of interesting yeah i didn't know that hmm. okay Really quick, I'm almost done. And then You're I fine. always spray, and I think everyone should spray after. Um, so what spraying does, when I say spray, I mean it's like a toner mist. Uh-huh. And a toner balances your pH. Oh. And right now I use a CBD from Glymed. Mm-hmm. I have a friend, Taya, who swears by it. And um, a couple other people love it. I think it's really good because it has CBD in it, which is good for your skin. And it calms down your redness. It kind of brings, like, like I said, the pH back which is any toner that you use. But I've also used Stone Crop, again, mm-hmm. from Eminence Spray. Amazing. I really love that one. It doesn't smell the best, though. Like, anything from Eminence, I feel like a super grounding smell, like dirt yeah. smell. But I do really like it. There's only one that I've tried that I don't love, and it's a Glymed one, and it's their Skin Mist, mm-hmm. and it's just okay. Okay. So, but, yeah, mist is very important. Like a toner mist. 
I would highly, whenever I do my makeup, I set my makeup with the spray. I love that. With CBD spray. Wow. So that's my skin routine. And then I always I like do that. my lips. I always put stuff on my lips. Yes, you love lips. Yes. What do you put on? So there, okay, you guys, are you ready for this yes. secret? Yes. Okay, so there I found this lip balm on Amazon. And have you heard of the like Lange? I don't know. I'm probably butchering that. It's a kind of expensive lip balm. It's the knockoff brand for that. Oh, amazing. Love it. I will send you the link and let me look it up really quick because highly, highly recommend it. It will make your lips feel hydrated and also doesn't dry them up. Like some, like Carmex dries up my lips so Carmex bad. has glass in it. Like it cuts oh. your lips so that you have to continually get more and more. No it's way. total like scam BS. We hate Carmex. I actually, they're like if someone said to me at gunpoint alley, you have to change something in the world. You have to completely like whistleblow something blow something up you can ruin any company i would ruin carmex i would take them down dude it's so bad huh crazy okay guys okay so this is the product i was talking about that's bougie yes i have seen that so this is this it's how would you say that probably like lineage or something lineage yeah that's probably um it's a sleeping mask but i use it throughout the day um $22, okay? That's the that's the expensive How one. How many ounces is it? Let's see. 0. 0.7. Oh, lord. Okay. But let me find this one. What if they took it off Amazon and I'm preaching to No, they they're like this is too good. Oh, yeah, dude, no, it's right here. Oh, good. This is a huge This is a Okay, look. Okay, hold on. Let me see what one this is. So this is it's called Care Nail and um i'm trying to see how much it is i think this is the big one dude i'm not kidding huge but i have this small one for my day pack and then i have this one for nighttime okay i love the doubling up yeah day and night i know i mean it's the same it's just like um i use it all all around do you see the ounces on here though let's see maybe look at the image itself maybe it should say ounces on the cover Dude, like, look how big that, that okay, comparative. Okay, it's big. Huge. Just look it up if you want it. It's good. Yeah. How many does... It doesn't even it say It says ounces. 23 grams. But oh, what the hell are grams? Yeah, really? Like, I'm like, how do people... I okay. only know not guys, the metric system. Comparative, I would say... I don't even know. Like, it's huge. It can fit in my palm, and it's huge. I like, love it. Huge. The small ones come in a pack of three for, like, 11 bucks. Whoa. Yeah. You can give them away stocking, stocking stuffers. Gifts. Literally, yes. <laughs> that's what I did, and now all my friends are hooked on it. Yes. It's amazing. Get it. Deal. Okay, that's Sponsor a good reco. <laughs> I know. Find her. Find her, Karenel, whatever Karenel. your name is. Karenel. So, I like that. Now, what's your opinion on exfoliating? Oh, do it once a week to start out with. You need to exfoliate your skin. Mm-hmm. I do it about two to three times a week now. Okay. Do you do like scrubs? So I would I wouldn't get like one from Walmart honestly mm-hmm. for this. Well, if it's for your face, do if it works for you. You just don't want to be too abrasive. Yeah. Because okay. then that can cause acne. It can cause sloughing, like you know the little sloughing that can happen um, if you over exfoliate. So I would get like a gentle one to start out with, mm-hmm. but you do want to exfoliate once a week yeah. for sure at least. Awesome. Oh, yeah. kitty just sneezed outside. 
What is he doing? Okay. Okay, I like that. That sounds good. So there's our little beauty secrets. Yeah. Very nice. I love this. Like, oh, I feel like this is such wonderful information. Good. And only you could provide this. Yes. I'm so no grateful. Like, you've been trained. <laughs> yeah. It's not just asking some random influencer, what's your morning routine, you right, know? that kind of annoys me, like... But it's fine. Honestly, when people come up to me and they're like, how do you feel about this? I'm like, does it work for you or not? Yeah. I know. know? I'm here like, what about this? No, it's good because honest, I have my own opinions and I'll tell people. Mm. But I also don't want to be like, don't do that. Because if it, like when people are like, what about this product? I mean, I'll probably be like, no, you probably shouldn't use that. It's awful. Like Neutrogena. Like, let's just be honest. Neutrogena. (laughs) Neutrogena. Neutrogena. (laughs) She is. Like, I do not like it. I think there are some, it's like the Pantene of facial care. Sir. Also, though, you guys, if you're, okay, hypocritical here, because I always, if you're using a makeup wipe, stop. Oh, makeup wipes can burn in hell. Yeah, they're so bad for your skin. But let's be honest, with me saying that, I use it every once in a while. If, I'd rather use a makeup wipe every once in a while if I really don't, and like, I'm saying like if I'm on a camping trip and yes. I don't want to wash my face, but let, for some reason I had makeup on while I camp, I will use a makeup wipe because I'd me rather. Too. But it's so many bad chemicals for you. You're rubbing on your skin super hard, probably more than you should. Yeah, like the eyes. Yeah, so. Tell me if this is true. So my mom has always been super into beauty, like hair care, skin care. She's always bought really expensive whatever, and she looks young. Like mm-hmm. whatever she's been doing, it's worked. One of the things she's told me, and tell me if this is like old wives tale, is only use your middle ring and pinky to like rub your face, small circles. Don't rub aggressively ever. And then only use your ring and your pinky for eyes. Yeah, for sure. So I mean, I like do all my fingers. I yeah. use my palms. Actually, your palms are pretty good. Like, oh. if you, I'll put up a video sometime soon. Ooh, and wait. you'll see that I use my palms a lot on my forehead. I'll do my palms when I'm doing facials. I'll use my whole palms, my more than my fingers actually. Um, and then, yeah, I like you don't want to be too aggressive with your face. Like your face, your skin is super fragile. Yeah, and under your eyes is the most fragile because there's not like a lot of this is kind of embarrassing because I really don't know how to say this, but there's, there's, it's just very thin skin there. Okay. So you don't want to be too rough with it. So I always, when I put on my eye cream, I always use my ring finger only okay. to do my eye creams. So yeah, she's totally right. Okay. Mom, you're not full of shit. Yay, mom. <laughs> I'm like, no, she's, yeah, but <laughs> you're like, actually, that's Actually, bald. she sucks. Her actually- skin's just nice because she's blessed in genetics. <laughs> No, the genetics right. thing. Yeah, but it does I have like a lot that. to do with genetics, though. Your really? skin. Yeah, hmm. yeah. She has good genetics. Like sometimes I, it bothers me. I'm like, but why are you so blessed? Genetics, though? Only half, though. Oh yeah. Like my mom's nice side of the skin, family. Though. Thank you. So nice. I actually think I get my skin from my Polynesian side. Mm. I know a lot of Polynesians that naturally just kind of like don't really have acne. You're Polynesian. Only like a quarter doesn't really count for much. Yeah, it does. That's awesome. Thanks. That's so cool. Just my last name is the only Polynesian thing about me. What is me. it? So it's Mona. your dad. Yeah. Mona? Kind of, yeah. It's like a silent G. Like Mona. Like Mona. a G and sing. That's cool. But I don't know, yeah. Um, I don't even know if I say it right. Your Whenever people ask me, like, what's your last name? I'm like, dude, you know just as much as I do. Mm. So I think that's how you say it. 
if you're my cousin, please don't come at me. <laughs> They're like, you idiot. <laughs> They're like, you suck. <laughs> but I like those. Those are such good tips. Thank you, Masta. Mm-hmm. Master. Master. <laughs> okay, tell us now. Let's get into, like, beauty application, why you're passionate about this, and connecting it to energy. Because okay. that's a huge part of your purpose with mm-hmm. it. For sure. So, like, application as, like, services I provide? Yeah. Like, services you provide and just how you want to bring that to your life, you know? Yeah. So, um, so the reason why I did beauty, I kind of went along with that, is for, one, I wanted to help myself, so I wanted to know all the tea about what's going to help me. Yeah. But then when I actually started getting into it, everything started aligning with energy, and I've always been into energy work. But then I had a life coach and it's my sister's best friend and she does Reiki and stuff and it just, I needed to do it. And then I was like, dude, I could, I could totally implement this like with the stuff I do. So with beauty. And so I always use crystals when I work on someone. Like I'll have it in my pocket or my bra while I do it. And I usually do like, um, I usually do a heart chakra one. So that's Mm -hmm. either green or pink and like a rose quartz and then I do black which is grounding and like I have a smoky quartz I love smoky quartz yes freaking gorgeous also oh mine is so beautiful Mm. so I use that to help like if they have bad energy it kind of absorbs it and like pushes it out um Anyway, so I always use crystals and I like oils for that purpose. Like I'll always do an essential oil on my wrists. So I kind of just fill that out. But I am an empath. And so I bring in people's emotions and I feel them, which is a great thing, but also a very bad thing. So I have to shield myself before I work on people. But really with my energy work, I just let them vent to me if they want. Or if it's a silent appointment, that's totally fine. It's a safe place where they can just feel their emotions. And I use my energy to like when I'm touching their face and that intimacy to help heal them. Okay, I have heard about this before. Mm -hmm. So I told you earlier and I talk about it on the podcast practically every week. My favorite podcast ever, my idol is Wesley Christensen, Wake Mm -hmm. Up With Wesley. She is an esthetician. Like, that's what she's done (gasps) up until the podcast. Yeah. And so she's amazing. She said in one of her first episodes, I think it's like episode three, she had a Reiki practitioner on, which is also called like a Reiki master. Mm -hmm. Master esthetician, Reiki master. Then, right? I love that. I'm like, my favorite kind of people, (laughs) masters. So she had on that lovely woman. I don't remember her name. I wish I did. But they were talking about it and Wesley was like, wait, I do this in my like facials. I do this with people Mm -hmm. and I don't even mean to, but I'll just be kind of like touching someone's face and they will cry Mm -hmm. and I will cry and I can feel energy moving. And while I'm holding on to them and like massaging their face, doing whatever I'm doing, I don't know what she does. Like I'm not a master esthetician, but the magic, you know, Mm -hmm. the magic. Yeah. She is like, I pour love into them Mm -hmm. intentionally. I just give them that energy. And I feel like this is such an understated side of physical work, Mm -hmm. like any sort of beauty treatment. This is something we talked about earlier. When you are taking care of someone, when you are touching them, touch is so intimate and so powerful 
that if you're doing that, like this is why I think when someone's getting their nails done, their hair done, their face done, they just talk. Mm -hmm. They tell you about their dumb boyfriend. They tell you about their kids. You're their therapist. And it's because you are giving them love like through their physical body. Energy is just as real as verbal. Mm -hmm. And I just think that's amazing. And I think like what you're doing is incredible because it's, I love that also you do it for your, like on yourself. Mm -hmm. You're not like putting crystals on them, but you're preparing yourself to facilitate. Oh yeah. And like, I think it's really cool that you just see yourself as kind of the conduit, you know? Mm -hmm. I love that. So like my Reiki master. (laughs) No, I love it. She's amazing. Like literally changed my life. And she, she can, she's a witch. I love it. I'm not kidding. She is a witch. She can see people and like read them. And I want to be like that sometime. But she even told me, she's like, you're, she told my sister first, she's like, you're a baby witch. Like, you have power. And then she told me that she's like, you have something that you haven't uncovered yet. And I'm like, you're like, like, okay, I'm ready. (laughs) (laughs) But like, that makes me so happy because I know I've always had a purpose in this life more than like, I don't know, more than what I was doing. And I know I can change people's lives. Like, and like, it's so something Kim taught me was when you cry, you're bringing something out. And like, I'm tearing up right now because I know like there is a purpose and I can do that through esthetician work. Yeah. So it's just so crazy. And it it's aligning right now like everything's aligning i love that it's cool it's crazy just in our conversation today in our little debrief it was like all of these different things came together the beauty Mm -hmm. the energy the life purpose dharma it was so insane let's talk about what you got on your dharma quiz okay so i have this remind me (laughs) yeah so i'm like "Hmm." you're like um which one tell me (laughs) so I learned about Dharma from a podcast by Sahara Rose and it's Dharma is like, I want to do a whole episode on this. One day I will. Mm -hmm. Dharma is basically the Eastern philosophy term for like the Ayurvedic term for like your life purpose. Okay. Like it rhymes with karma, Oh yeah. you know, karma is good and bad, whatever acts you do return to you kind of concept. Mm -hmm. Dharma is like life purpose concept. And so she kind of splits it up into eight different archetypes. And the ones that you got, because you you saw it and you were like, I think I'm going to be the visionary. And then the visionary's like purpose is to bring enlightenment to people. And it's to, sorry, there's cars in the back. We have the windows open. Actually, it's like a motorcycle, which is annoying. So the visionary's purpose is to bring enlightenment to the world, to teach people about, it's like a teacher role, Mm -hmm. but very much broad scale spiritual teachings. Then, which is like what you want, like witchy, you know? Yeah. Doing magic Mm -hmm. and spiritual magic. And then you got the nurturer. Yeah, I was trying to look. I'm like, what was it? Yeah. It was so amazing. Nurturer and then artist was second. Mm-hmm. And do you remember what the nurturer said? I'm trying to remember. Basically, it said that you help people and, like, you're going to change lives. 
Yeah. Like, that's what I got from it. <laughs> and something interesting was like, it had a more individual thing. Yeah. Where it's not like you help masses of people. You're not really like, I don't know, the kind of person that would speak at a conference. It's more yes, like that's what it was. individual it was a work, teacher, mm-hmm. and one-on-one, which is esthetician work. Yeah. Where it's like, I'm helping people individually. I'm helping them heal and nurturing them, nurturing and loving. And it's like, I just thought that was so amazing after hearing you talk about beauty mm-hmm. and how you do energy work through your treatments. And then artist literally was about beauty. Mm-hmm. So like your dharma combined those two things, which was so amazing. That was so crazy. I know. I was like, this is literally what I'm going through right now is I am a nurturer because I help people, but more than just like making them feel cute or pretty or whatever, you know, which is great too. Mm-hmm. That's great. But I want to, I wanted to have something more than just being a, a beauty yeah. You know, like when people are like, oh, you're in the beauty industry, for some reason it triggers me. Is yeah. that weird? No. It's like, I don't know why, like they're like, oh, you're in beauty. And I'm like, because they downgrade it kind of. And I'm like, dude, I do so much more than just like help people feel pretty. Seriously. Which is good, but I, it's a deep thing. And it's I have a passion for it. It's not playing Barbies. Mm-hmm. I'm sick of people being like, oh, go to Ulta, your beauty shop, buy your expensive stuff. Like, that's Mm -hmm. bull. Like, whatever. Shut up, people. Or, yeah, like, okay, so I shouldn't say names on here, but (laughs) this guy the other day was, like, kind of making fun of me that we charge this much for hydrofacial or whatever or microneedling, and I'm like, it's more than just getting that, though. Like, it's more than just the beauty part of it. Mm -hmm. And so it really, I think that's why. It's because there's just this stigma I guess on beauty and I'm really trying to change that but if you come to me I'm just like whatever like people can think what they think it's it's really not about what other people think so and I mean stigma stigma is stigma and it's silly and it's ridiculous it just it's truly like comments like that are coming from a it's just a reflection of whoever's saying it is what I'm trying to say oh yeah for sure which is just just be kind. That's all you need to do. Yeah. If you have an opinion about something, just keep it to yourself. Yeah. Don't be rude to people. I did that today on this podcast. Like, I've been like, whatever, be quiet, whatever. But I need to be better about it too. But it's just, when it comes to beauty, when it comes to anything, there is not a true stigma because mm-hmm. it is never one-sided like every act is multifaceted if you're going to get a beauty treatment it is not just you getting whatever you're getting it's not just a facial it's you one taking care of your skin two intentionally treating yourself to something like Mm self-care and three spending time like if it's with someone like you it is seriously a deep healing and a oh, mental yeah. health thing. Like, there's so many sides of it that I think people don't understand, especially guys, because they don't do it. But then they go in and they're like, wait, this is nice, you know? Right? No, yeah. It's so nice. Like, even guys need it. I'm like, dude, put your ego down. Come and get You're a like, facial. You're like, come try it. Yeah. Change your mind. Okay, let's see. There's more to talk about. Hmm. Let's talk a little bit about life purpose and dharma more tell me like your mission 
to marry these two things, beauty and healing in a way. Would you call it healing? What would you call it? Yeah, no, that's, yeah, a good term, like energy work. Energy work. Then what ideally do you want people to walk away with? Um, so I'm all about, like, I love seeing light in people. Mm -hmm. I love giving that light to them, and I want them to feel that. And I love when people come in and they feel dark and they need like a uplifting or, or they're stuck in this moment and then they come in and they leave and they're like, boom, like I feel so much better. Not just cause I gave them a bomb facial or <laughs> gave them a lash lift or whatever, you know, or, but because they feel like happier. Like I like making, I am an Enneagram seven. Yes. Enneagram. And so I really reflect on people just being happy like I don't like contention or negativity in my life and if I can like give people that then I'm happy I love that that's so amazing just to be a light just to give people light and purpose you I know love that yeah like I want people to feel like they have a purpose like this being on this earth you everyone has a purpose and I want people to find that I love that you're so special oh. you're <laughs> such a tender person I also am curious more about empath. Yeah. Because I don't know very much about it. I've heard, like, I do, but I've not talked to someone who is an empath and, like, heard it from them, you know? So, yeah. what does it feel like to be an empath? What does that look like? What is it? So, for me, it's a big blessing and I really appreciate it, but it can also be the biggest darkness because y I really take on people's emotions. So, um, if my family or friends are going through something, it can ruin my life because yeah. I take that on and I feel it hard. So when you're an empath, you are very drawn to emotions. Kind of like, what, what test did I take that I take on emotions? Like I go. Yeah. Your human design. Yeah. Emotion. is huge oh, for me. Oh, that's such an empath thing. Yes. And so when people come in, I have to ground myself and like shield. So shielding, Kim taught me about this is like, I literally, everyone's shielding is different, but I picture of this huge concrete garage, kind of garage, garage, and I like push it down on myself and I'm in this huge shield bubble. Yeah. So I can't get people's emotions in. I have to do that as an empath. That's really cool. But a good thing about it is because I'm an empath, I can relate to people mm -hmm. and I really feel for them. So I'm more intimate with people, like, I which that. I love. So that's a really good thing about it is I can get really, like, emotional with people. Yeah. And it's not just surface level. I love that about you. Yeah. I can't wait to know you more. I know. I just love you. Okay, can I tell everyone? Hold on. This is actually crazy. So I listened to this podcast about manifestation and I always manifest things. I make vision boards and I say things out loud. I Have you ever done tapping? No, but I've you heard of to. it a lot. You need to. It is life-changing. I do it in the shower. So I tap negative emotions, negative feelings that I have in and I let it go down the drain while I shower. I love and it. And I, I do affirmations after. Oh my gosh. So whenever, again, Kim moment, whenever you um, let go of things, you have to replace it with good. Oh, I like that. So... I was listening to a thing, and I really need a friend. Like, I have not need. I have been wanting and desiring a friend that is on the same energy level as me. And, like, I literally was laying down one day, getting a facial in my school, listening to this podcast about 
um, connection. And I am not kidding, have been writing down finding a friend that is on an energy level with me that I can connect with. I'm not kidding. And that is when I saw your post on Instagram and you did vision boards. Oh my gosh. I am not kidding, you guys. This is crazy. And I was like, I need to hit her up. And that's when I was like, can we be friends? I literally messaged you and I said, can we be friends? And I'm like, okay, this is it. And I didn't want to be weird about it at first because I didn't want to be like, I manifested you in my life. I I did. I'm going to cry. This melts my heart. I'm not kidding. Yes, I'm not kidding. And so um, it was crazy. I literally manifested you in my life. And then everyone just little backstory i wanted to make a podcast but i'm too big of a p-u-s-i <laughs> if you know though that is it's george it's her cat um <laughs> that's another story did you know it's actually like pussy is pussilaneous or something it's like someone that's scared of something or too it's not pussy like it's, it's p-u-s-i not... yes oh my god dylan shared that a tiktok moment with me anyway dylan's smart he's he finds everything on tiktok and i'm like I are love you kidding that. Anyway, so I was too big of a pussy to... Anyway, I so yes, isn't that crazy? I love that so bad. And now I'm here. And when you posted your podcast, I'm like, I want to be on it. You're like, such a manifesting generator. Crazy, I'm not even huh? kidding. Like, you are a manifester. I do. I definitely I ma- I believe that. in it 100%. And always have, but didn't know it was manifesting. Wow. You just make stuff happen, but mm-hmm. like, it, you call it in. I Yeah, like we literally that... What is it? Derma? Or no, Dharma. Is, it, is that what... The test I took? Human design. Oh, that was human design. Yes. So I kind of have to get that push. Like you putting yeah. up that podcast called it. And then I'm like, okay, now I can yes. do it. Okay, so like we'll go into a human design episode another time. That's a full-fledged thing. We're all like break down all the types and stuff. But basically there are five different kinds. Generators are the kind of people who need to wait for an invitation. Manifestors are the kind of people who get something they want and they just go for it. Jordan is a manifesting generator, so she's both, but once she sees the invitation, she just jumps on it, which is exactly what she's done. Like, you've told so many stories Mm -hmm. where that's what you've done, and I love that. Also, I have never had a friend who's into the same stuff that I'm in, Mm -hmm. who's been like a one proximity friend that's not just online Mm -hmm. and two an actual friend someone Mm -hmm. I can just pal around with exactly right yeah it's like I have people who are kind of mentors or Mm -hmm. whatever but I don't have people I talk about this stuff with yeah which is why when you came here and I expected us to just talk about beauty but we opened up into all of this Mm -hmm. I was like I love her yeah this is such a gift it's so cool it makes me so happy because who 100 percent who you surround yourself is who you're going to be. I yes. will scream that on top of the mountains. Like, so true. In high school, I saw it. I was totally not who I should, you know, anyway, that's a different <laughs> story. But, like, I'm like, I need to find someone who's on the same energy as me. Fun. Like, you work out. Dude, I'm, we're gonna, this friendship, okay, we'll come back. We'll, oh we'll update gosh. you. I'm serious. So Already, right now, I'm like, okay, next episode together, we're gonna do... <laughs> Yes. Anyway, that's exciting because... I love that. Yeah. Okay, cute. Um, oh, I'm just so happy. <laughs> I do want to know more about Enneagram stuff. Okay. So tell us how you got into Enneagram and, like, how it's validated you. Honestly, I don't know how I got into it. Oh. Like, 
I have always been into personality tests because uh-huh. I think it helps relationships. Um, like because, compatibility? Yes. Because then you know more about them and why they do things. Like when I, you know what? I think I just looked up personality tests one day at work. State Farm. <laughs> State Farm. My time. No, I'm just kidding. Um, and, or maybe it was someone on Instagram. Anyway, regardless, I took it and I'm like, this is so me. And then I follow things on Instagram that reflect that and tell me more about me. And I'm like, yes. And then it tells me like how I can be, how I can cope with my anger or how I can be happy. And then it involves relationships too. So I made Dylan take it, my husband. Mm -hmm. And anytime, like, I don't know. Anytime I see something, I'm like, oh my gosh, that is him. And he gets upset when I, so he's an eight and mm-hmm. I'm a seven. I'm more of like spontaneous. I want fun. That is my biggest goal is having fun and being free. His is an eight. So he's more of like a lawyer type. Like he's stern. He wants things a certain way. And so, um, and so it's fun to see like the different personalities. But when, when I, I'm trying to think of like when I, when he tells me no, or, like, doesn't or belittles my beliefs or I dreams, I shut down. Hmm. So, I send them to him and I'm like, hey, this is how you should <laughs> react. Or vice versa, I read things how I shouldn't react to him. Like, he is very um, stern. Like, he, he likes things sometimes a certain way. And so, it's really cool to read about how I react to that. Wow. Like, it's really hard for me to... Um, okay, he's very loyal. And so I know that, so am I, Mm -hmm. but like he, with anything, like if my sisters and I are very close, if I choose loyalty, let's say I choose loyalty with them above him, that really brings him down. It's a big value to him. Yes. So it's our relationship has grown. Everyone that I really care about, I make them take this test. And I made love you take that. It, so. Yes, and oh my gosh, it was crazy. Cuz yeah. I've done this test before and I I was probably like 15 or something or mm-hmm. 16. And so and I've always been into personality tests and I've always been super into finding more about myself. But this one for some reason didn't stick with me. Mm. And today I was like, okay, this is about to change my life. Mm-hmm. Like the timing needed to be now, Isn't especially that now that I'm married. And like, it's crazy how stuff floats in mm-hmm. at just the right time, like yeah. you and me. But with esthetician, I had to do State Farm first to be uncomfortable to realize I had a bigger purpose. I am want to go back to State Farm idea too, because there's yeah. something you said that was so amazing. Okay. So Enneagram, I got the four, which mm-hmm. is like so crazy that when I read it, it was spot on. Mm-hmm. All of my key points of who I am. It was talking about creativity and it's called the individualist. Someone who needs to just fly by their own wind. I don't think that's a phrase. I just made that up. No, but. that's good. Like, <laughs> like um, you're very individualized and need to do you. Yeah, right? need to do me. That's yeah. a better way to say do that. You, so... That was super validating. And that's what I've heard. The Enneagram is a different kind of personality test. People who love it are diehards. Like, Mm -hmm. they live by it because it's more spot-on validating and applicable than I think any other. Like, astrology is kind of... 
mm, it's about your birthday. It doesn't always sit right. Some people are like, no, I've never aligned with that. Other things, people are like, meh, whatever. Some people don't give a shit about human design, you know? Mm-hmm. I have my favorites. Enneagram is a new one. Where yes. I'm like, I want to research this. I want to understand. When Jordan and I were talking before the podcast started recording, I was like, Tristan, please get online, take this test right now. And I wanted him to do it because it's so... It's just... It's very applicable. Yeah, and like... Especially if you, you need to go follow Instagrams that talk more about it. And I have a few, like there's this Ashton chick that does Instagrams. See, I say it different. That's fine. I say Instagrams, but we looked it up and it's Enneagrams or something like that. We'll call it whatever we want. Whatever I want. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, I also say pillow. Is that weird? That's such a Utah thing. And I do too. Milk. I do, oh, I do Megan. Megan? Instead of Megan. Megan. And Lauren instead of Lauren, leg. Oh, leg. Lauren, Lauren, Meg. Meg sounds Scottish and to beg. me. And beg like a bag. I don't beg. know that one. That's like more. I feel like beg is that's more east. Yeah, that's totally uh-huh. east coast type stuff. Maine, Maine. Yeah, yeah. girl, you know your geography so good. <gasps> I literally did never eat. <laughs> you know, <laughs> soggy, soggy waffles. waffles. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um. Anyway, with Instagram, I was saying like. M- my sister's people, like, my mom is a nine. Okay, nines are my favorite, so if you're in a nine, let me know, because they're so sweet and so down-to-earth, and yeah, I love nines. They're really awesome, but anyway, it just helps because I'm like, that's the way you are. Like, that's the reason. Yes. And I can, not the reason, I guess, because it just says, like, well, for me, I'm like, I like to do spontaneous things and Dylan likes to have a plan, mm-hmm. but now he knows. And so he will do spontaneous things with me now. Yeah. And I have to remember that he won't always want to because that's not where he's comfortable. Mm. So it's easy to, without that, I'm like, oh, that's the reason. You know? When otherwise you just butt heads. Yeah. Because it's, it's like, like I don't, don't understand. Do I don't understand. Mm-hmm. But once you have this understanding of this is how they're made, then it's so much easier to treat them different. That's like... So I took an interpersonal communications class this past mm, semester. I love that class. Uh, I took one. Amazing. You did too. My, my, oh my gosh. My major is communications. What? I love that. Real original. <laughs> Real original. I love that. Everyone's communications. It was exercise science and then it was too hard so I did communications. Exercise science? I could never. Anatomy? For what? a year and a half I did it and I was like, yeah, I think it was physiology that I was in and I was like, You're like, okay, I'm, I'm done. Yeah. Yep. But I, um... In this class, like, a huge part of the course that I took to heart was just humanizing people. Because I have a tendency with with strangers, it is so, so easy for me to be nice. I love people. Like, and I will welcome people in. I will be kind to them. I want to smile. I want to say hello. I want to ask how people's days are, whatever it is. But with people I'm close to, it's really, really difficult for me to not be selfish because mm. I'm like listen when I'm away when I'm in my own space I need to do me and that's my four mm-hmm. but with like my husband I have had to work so hard to just humanize him and instead of thinking like Tristan I need this I try and think well what does he need oh, that's what good. does he need how he's a human he's not just a couch that's in my way. Mm-hmm. Like, he's not in my way. He's living too. And I have to remember to 
Look at him as an individual with feelings, with needs that need to be met, with his own agenda of what he needs to do in the day, and just think like, hey, we're going to collaborate. And maybe is coming on for an episode about this. Stay tuned for her. But I just think like it fits so well, the idea of the Enneagram and understanding how a certain per- person is made and where they come from. So vital to relationships. I love when you said it's just about relationships. Mm-hmm. So cool. Okay, I want to ask you, or want to point out, earlier in the episode, pretty early on when you were talking about State Farm, you said, I was there and I started to become unhappy. Mm-hmm. And that's when I knew I needed to go. And I just want to throw this out there. Someone's going to listen and be like, I'm unhappy. If you're that person, if you're in a job, a relationship, if you're stuck somewhere, and you've seen yourself decline and you're thinking to yourself, this is me. I'm not happy where I am. I need to change. Go to whoever it is that supports you. Like for you, it was those two friends. Was it two friends? Well, yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Okay, so I have a best friend and then her husband was there. So Sweet. He's a good guy. <laughs> he was there. He was there too. He was part of it. Then it's go to whoever you need, whoever supports you, gives you whatever it is. And let them l- tell you what mm-hmm. you need. Because sometimes you'll be stuck in something, in the easy option, in the routine, in whatever it is that you're stuck in. And you need someone that loves you to say, like, I've noticed something. And here's some advice. Or read The Alchemist. Because mm-hmm. that's pretty much that book. Oh, yeah. I'm going to read that. So good. Mm-hmm. Or listen to it, too. I think yeah. there's even, like, a free audio recording on youtube but reading it i like reading is more. sweet mm-hmm. it's the papers, kind of book like yes papers yeah and it, I, it's hard for me to read on paper i listen to most of my books mm-hmm. but it's the kind of book that i'm like i want to read this on paper i want to mark this up mm-hmm. it's so amazing so i definitely recommend that what i love about it is that it's a narrative it's a self-improvement book through a story like, you go through the lessons with the character. You don't just get told, I did this and then I did this. And so, it's really good. I highly recommend. I've been walking on the treadmill and reading it, and I can't stop. Like, yesterday, I walked with a friend for 45 minutes, and then I went back that night. And I walked for another 45 just so I could, like, read. That's like, awesome. it's that good. It just glues you in. That's awesome. You can read and walk. <laughs> it's like a two-speed Oh. two miles per hour speed <laughs> no incline yeah i'm like not doing 12 3 30 here with my book <laughs> that's tr- different maybe the audible but it's been a while your husband's waiting for you i know i'm like oh we, we've been on it's weird it hasn't felt that long it goes though. by quick right yeah. like i could talk about this literally all day i need you back yes okay. please come back let's do it <laughs> i love it okay thank you for being here tell us one more thing what is your favorite food right now oh i love a good <laughs> i say it weird <laughs> i love a good burger and fries i love a burger i love a burger and fries i like george's burgers george's book <laughs> yeah but i love burgers and fries i want one right now yum five guys i'm going i'm Deal. telling dylan dylan this is what we're doing he's just finishing his workout you're like okay i'll meet you at the burger joint mm-hmm. cute well, thank you. Thank you for being here and sharing all of your wisdom. You're an angel. Thanks so much.
Look at the sunset. Yeah, it's sunset right now, and it's gorgeous. (laughs) We love you. Love Allie.